0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us?
1: Welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath Podcast. It's Neil and Paddy back again. And uh we had to give that one, that last one against United, 24 hours to to reduce the simmer. I think it would be fair enough to say, Paddy, uh, well, I, I've reduced the simmer. <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh that was no, I'm still pretty, boiling. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a bit of a bit of a ball breaker. I haven't watched any football since um since because to be honest with you, look we were we were we were full value for a point but uh kind of left a kind of a sour taste in my mouth that it's the same thing every time but what can you do the result is over and uh look it's the united game we're talking about guys and uh obviously we're just going to jump two foot in and uh, and talk about that VAR decision and paddy the floor is yours because uh i don't have i don't have the will nor the energy to to replay it over my mind again
0: well, Before we get on to the VAR decision Your mind needs to go a couple of minutes Beforehand when uh, oh, yeah. um,
1: that point,
0: it, it appears that Paul Pogba Is giving out to Luke Shaw Telling him he needs to go down Which Just goes to show that A couple of minutes later
1: yeah. He goes
0: down so bloody easy And I actually think it's disgraceful That carry on on the pitch To be doing that so blatantly and it's bringing the game into disrepute, and there should be something done about it. But it's Man United, so nothing will be done about it, which is the very reason why we're talking about but, this. And VAR Paddy, Paddy.
1: Pogba smart, Pogba smart. Don't forget that Gary Neville said that on uh, on uh, on commentary. Pogba smart. So everybody needs to needs to get that shit out of their mind. No, no, no. Can't say anything bad about him. He was smart. That's. <laughs> That's what annoyed me so. The, the very
0: reason that Gary Neville is talking about it is more reason to be infuriated that Sky <laughs> is so biased in all of the drivel that they throw at us. But look, it's, let's get into it. Um, my my opinion, everybody's talking about the touch that's going on with the feet. The problem I have is he, he's been elbowed in the throat, Douglas Louise is before there's any contact with the feet, which is obviously gonna unbalance him. So it doesn't really matter how much contact there is at the feet. If, if VAR can look back and say, oh, look, he's holding him back. That's okay. Well, then there's something wrong. Then there's something seriously wrong because that's what's caused the challenge. Yeah. It's, it's got him in unbalanced and there's been a little bit of a touch. I'm not denying that there was a little bit of a touch, but it's just, it's wrong on so many levels. And
1: for, me, for me, it's...
0: It's, it's room my weekend anyway, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and and for me, like, it brings me back to Brighton. And look, we should, as football fans, we shouldn't be talking about this. We shouldn't be talking about this again. Brings me back to Brighton, and they slowed it down, frame by frame, to see if he if he caught the ball, if he didn't catch the ball, if he caught the player, if he didn't catch the player. When you they slowed it down and replayed it so many times, when it came out, when you came out of it, you went. I don't know whether he's kicked him. I don't know whether he's got the ball. I don't know what the situation is here. But all I know is he impeded impeded Trezeguet from getting the ball when Trezeguet flicked the ball past him. And that was a penalty, but it wasn't given. Now we look at Paul Pogba, who initiates the contact trips himself up and gets a penalty, and there's no consistency of the application of the laws. There's no two, three, four times looking at it. There's no... Uh, Michael, I think you should come over here and take a look at this as to see whether it is a penalty or not. It wasn't as... Like, they made it out to be a blatant penalty, an absolute blatant penalty. Is Essentially, is what they made it out, the way they looked over it in VAR. Wasn't he the same referee against Brighton? He was exactly the same you think, referee against Brighton. You think, Brighton. bear exactly. in mind,
0: that the absolute crap that's been thrown at him since then that he would you know but sure, <laughs> go and you have a look, look at t-
1: it. When you don't like look yeah it's, it's
0: it's because he said yes it's definitely a penalty and nobody went oh well he said yes
1: um, it's definitely a penalty against Brighton too for Villa pointed to the spot. Yeah. But I'm nobody on the end
0: of his um his little box in Stockley Park said, Oh well maybe not. They obviously just went, Yeah you're right. There was no discussion.
1: Like so, like what there should be due process. There should be different angles. Mm -hmm. There should be like I'm nearly at the stage where, I want them to for every VR decision there has to be a minimum of 30 seconds taken or something like that. Because I'm now at the stage, if they're going to take four or five minutes to rule out Nadi Watkins goal for offside, or they're going to take four or five minutes to rule out a get penalty for, for, did he touch the ball? Ooh, it doesn't matter whether he touched the ball. Touched the player ball. flicked he the kicked ball past him, him against yeah. Brighton. He still kicked him. In this instance yeah. here, Trout but kicks himself. It's ridiculous. It's actually mm-hmm. ridiculous. Anyway. I'm getting worked up under the collar. And to be honest with you, I don't want to give it much more oxygen. I think it's fair enough to say, shit decision from a ref who pretty much did a shit job for the whole game. Um, He gave us freeze. Yeah, there's nothing against that. Absolutely. Look, he gave us the freeze that we deserved. The application of the laws in relation to people like Nemanja Matic, in relation to uh, Fred, in relation to um, even Bruno Fernandez at times. Like, it was just... Stifle, 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 stifle. Let him away but murder.
0: Like, I, I I really don't think persistent fouling is a yellow card anymore.
1: Well, it's because not, it's just
0: it's just not given. It's McTominay,
1: not a big
0: fouled from McDominay before he was taken off.
1: Unless you're playing against Wolves and you're an Aston Villa player. No, it's not. And look, that's gonna come back to bite us as well. Mike Mike Riley, was it Mike what was whatever his name is? He went nuts with cards. Now we've got four or five players who were on yellow uh, one yellow card away from from being sitting out for a game, ah, uh, I'm getting a bit worked up No, So, do you know what, Paddy? We'll cut it, we'll cut the VAR stuff. Look, two one loss, whatever. Let's talk about the positives of this game. Uh, team lined up, lined out again, as uh, familiar looking line out line up to the team. Um, Tyron Mings back in defense. Actually, before we get, we get through it, let's talk about their first goal as opposed to, to their second yeah. goal. Um at the time, in 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 my haste, I typed Mings and the monkey hiding his face with his hands uh, emoji. And the more I look at it, the more I go, you know what? I'm not sure there's anything Terry Mings can really do in the moment about that. I think it's a lucky goal, and I think I think it actually is a really lucky goal for my United. But what's your views on it? I think
0: the mistake came beforehand, and there was it was too too casual up the pitch, but. Um, I, I thought Mings didn't have his, his feet right for it and I think that's the reason he didn't get to the ball. Um, I may be a bit overcritical and I'm not completely pissed off at Mings over it. I thought Maddie Target was caught as well further up the pitch and, and they broke very quickly and, and punished us that way. But um, it's just it was just unfortunate because I think on another day um, Mings would have dealt with that
1: very easily. But he just seemed to have his feet caught from underneath him. I I think the cross was behind him. I think he was in actually a pretty decent position, but mm. I I think that that was I think that goal was I think it I think Giroud meant his header more than Martial meant that one. If that, I think Martial was just happy to get something. I think he that had that no idea off, what queen, was happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I think he expected Mings to get his head in it, yeah. and it just missed Mings, and Martial was just was just. Trying to hate, do you know those ones where you don't think you're actually going to get on it? And I think this just get look, something it just, on it, yeah, it just got something on it and it <laughs> went in, yeah. Can't, can't blame maybe Martinez for it, I don't think. But I'm with you on the, on, on the point of it, we left ourselves a bit open for that one, it was a bit careless mm-hmm. up the field. And when, when they did break, they broke a pace, it was a strange
0: kind of cross, too. As well, it, yeah. the trajectory on it was very low, and you know, it was a miss it. I'm sure they weren't it expecting it. it, yeah, probably, probably yeah, but. Look, it's it's one of those that yeah you draw a line and get on with it. You know, there's mistakes made there, and I'm sure they're they're dealing with that kind of thing happening in the future. Yeah, it's um uh, well, it's unfortunate, you know. Uh, but
1: while, while while we've been the Courtney House fan club, I, I don't see a problem with Tyrone Wings coming back into the team. Uh, he's an English caliber defender, and to be honest, with you, I'm not, like, you can't turn around and say, how's with a Delta thatcher? He hits everything away. <laughs> it was like, it was a fizzer of a cross. Yeah. And look, it's just one of those things. Um, uh, and how's and the, how's on that the... subject, you, you, can't, you can't argue with means coming back into the team.
0: No, and we'd be just, critical you know, of know. Yeah, and we're and critical, so. you know. That's, that's that's why we're here, you know. But we're not we're not lambasting him from no. performance after performance. No. It's just, you know, he has, he has an error in his locker, as do a lot of players. But uh, I, I think it was, you know, he, he's a leader on the pitch and it was right to bring him back in. Um, and while I was disappointed for Courtney House, who has done nothing wrong, it's probably the right decision. Anybody who sits there, any of the media that will tell you, uh, anytime you listen to the match without any of the ridiculous background noise, um, you you can hear Mings and only Mings over everybody else because that's, that's the type of leader he is.
1: So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I had no problem with that uh, with that decision at all. No, no, neither do I. And look, uh, I, I, said, I can barely remember our goal. It's this is becoming a team, Paddy. Before yeah. I could remember all our goals, I could remember intimately, and it, it absolutely like literally like I could close my eyes and it was like going into the matrix. I could see it in four D almost. Yeah. Now we score so many fucking goals that <laughs> I can't remember. Them.
0: Well, I tell you, <laughs> I remember I remember it because that was the first time I got irate during the match because. When did it become a thing as well that you could actually stand over a free kick and slow the game down?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: apparently that's allowed too if you're Manchester United, Mm. not only once they did it twice, but luckily from, from our point of view, uh, Grealish went on the move. So when he went to do it the second time, he wasn't blocking anyone. So we were able to take it quickly. Uh, Grealish gets it in to the back post. Um, another little fizzer of a cross and great force touch by Bertie and, uh, Onto his left foot and just stroked it past right. the keeper. Of course it was onto his left foot, Petty. You didn't even <laughs> need to say that. Well, for a guy that has no right foot, that was a, a the, wonderful first touch. He killed was, the ball. Yeah. He killed yeah. the ball exactly where he wanted it to go oh, and, and stuck was, it away. It was.
1: Yeah. It was it was great. It was fantastic. And uh I think that's that's something that I want to get onto as well. Like another Top six team. Look, we're gonna have like the the second league now. Joint top, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. Joint um, top. <laughs> I know it doesn't it sicken you, but uh, aren't <laughs> these, these the guys who were slagging Liverpool for looking for a trophy for second place? Yeah, now they're look, saying they're joint look, top. Look, looking for a trophy. Get a for, fucking life for, for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we've we've held our own with anybody and everybody this year. Um, we've done it with style. We've done it with with with. with Class. We've done it with attacking intent. We've done it with good defense. We've done it. I uh, genuinely, I am yet to see a midfield that is more coherent and, and has a better structure to it than our midfield tree. Uh, regardless of whether whether Jack is playing at the top of the, the tree or whether Barclay is playing there, mm-hmm. the, the, co- the 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 cohesion between Douglas Louise. Even when Douglas Louise was out, we were pretty pretty solid in there as well. You know that midfield tree is amazing. The positives from this is. We're hanging with the big boys and I'm going to call United a big boy because look, they're performing well this season. They Look, we can call them Pen, Penchester United or whatever, but they're getting wins and they, they they're getting look, wins and they're getting the decisions, you know. But, but look, the, but the
0: moral of the story play- is we're 15 games in now, 15 yeah. games in, we're seventh, we're yeah. nearly safe and the only <laughs> team that overrun us for a full game were Leeds. Leeds. Yeah. Every other game we've been in and had a chance of winning, even having gone so far behind against Sohampton, we came back into it and could have nicked it in the end. If it had gone on another few minutes, what's to say we wouldn't have scored? And speaking
1: about the Leeds game as well, Paddy, I know this could be, once again, the fact that I haven't watched it today or yesterday, but we were in that game up until 50 minutes and then they just went into overdrive. Uh, for, yeah. for a 30 minute period and we just couldn't stay with stick with them Um, so there's, there's, I, I'm really looking forward and I've, we've said it before I'm looking forward to this transfer window I'm looking forward to another two players coming in I'm looking forward to Liverpool in the Cup I'm looking forward to Spurs I think us against Spurs is going to be a banger of a game I really do I think it's going to be an enjoyable game mm-hmm. watch for every neutral I think that game was an enjoyable watch for every, every neutral and the Chelsea game was an enjoyable watch for every neutral yeah. you know you just go back through. It. We're playing good football, very good football, and we're punching above our weight in compare. Like with the with the players we have, we're punching above our weight. We played the same eleven, Barmings, uh, yesterday as we pretty much have all Christmas. United could make a few substitutions. Chelsea could certainly make a few substitutions. We're we're a throwback team almost at the moment with with Jack Grealish in there and I bloody love it you know what I love it it's like watching uh, it's like watching us under uh, under Brian Little uh, or any of those teams you know we're, we're a throwback team we're really good and teams find it very difficult United celebrated they were on their knees they were hugging each other they were dancing in the middle of the field um yeah. because they knew that they had beaten a good team I, I'm, I know Look It was It was Going back They had this built up As the redemption game To go back to the top Top of the league I wonder um, did Roy
0: Keane Think their celebrations Were over the top
1: <laughs> yes, We're getting them all tonight Getting, refs, getting all the assholes In tonight refs, we? Roy Keane We're getting them all we're getting And them speaking all,
0: of man. assholes I see Jose Mourinho Bigging us up Ahead of that Game as well
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh yeah it's uh yeah. look you mentioned
0: the tr- you mentioned the transfer window and I think it's a good segue on to talk about Ross Barkley I'm, I'm a little yeah. bit worried that he's he's been out so long and, and not got back in there and it's probably probably why there hasn't been much talk of him signing permanently you know because it seems like an awful long time to recover and I completely understand the science of um, injuries of that kind in this type of weather it's so bloody cold you wouldn't be throwing him back in there and I'm okay with that but. If we're going to stay up there and we're going to compete, we need to have backup. And you know, you're sitting there the other night, and we go to one now and you go, "What can we do to to stretch them a bit more?" And there's it's just not there. So I do think we're going to have to make a couple of signings. I definitely oh, yeah. do. Um, I don't, I don't. I honestly don't think we're going to spend big books. Um, if we do, it probably will be Ross Barkley. I don't know if that's. Even on the cards, or even available to us,
1: no, I think um, it is. I think it has to be as well. I, I'm. I uh, this this isn't bothering me. This six week or this 42 day, 43 days. No, because I only looked it up yesterday. 43 day layoff that he said uh, is. Um, it it doesn't concern me too much. Hamstring injuries are mm-hmm. four to six weeks. Like they, they just. I think, are. It,
0: I think from our point of view, it's vital to get him back because I th- I think it, yeah. Jack is just
1: so much more effective when you play him out in the wing. And, like he- and that's that's more of that's more of a reason for us to sign him yeah sign him and manage him sign mm-hmm. him and if needs be manage now, look I'm not saying you go in and you spend 70 million on him and you pay over the odds I'm saying go ahead and pay a fair price for him i think you get him for 25 million I really do. I think we would, yeah. And 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 I'm okay with spending 25 million on him because if we want to get to that, get to those places, like bring him in. Like the days of us having to rely on our first 11, 14 pairs is is uh, it's gone. It should be gone. If we sign a fellow 25 of it has million, has to be a squad. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm all up for signing him. I'm all up for signing two midfield players. Him. I've spoken, I, I tweeted recently about a guy by the name of Patrick Borg who plays for Bordeaux Glimt. Not to be oh confused my, with Patrick Berger. Not to be confused <laughs> with Patrick Berger. Oh my God, Patrick Borg in this midfield as a Douglas Louise coming in. He's 23 years of age, so he's not going to come in and basically be in awe of anyone. He's actually younger yeah. than Douglas Louise, or He's older than Douglas Luiz, should I say. But for him to come in and learn the ropes, for God forbid, like the succession planning we would have there, he's very similar to Douglas Louise. Bring him in play him alongside there, give him a couple of games, rest Dougie, whatever. If, if Man City played their cards, their, their Trump card and call him back, we've got someone in there. I obviously think we're probably going to need to sign a striker. I'm okay with signing somebody. Up there I'm I'm okay with not Blowing the budget On somebody um This year Because we're going To get Wesley back So we're going to have three, A rotation of three people yeah. Up there So I'm okay with not Blowing the budget In January I'm okay with bringing Someone in on loan Maybe it isn't Getting a fair shot you know, the,
0: I, the, goals, the goals are coming From elsewhere too yeah. because, because of the work Of what we have From from Watkins So I'm okay with that too Le- Leave it the way it is It's fine We will have the backup Um, Keenan came on And put himself About as well The other night Probably I don't know I, I can't Put my finger on what Keenan is doing wrong. I oh, know he can't score a goal, but sure. people are saying that about Watkins at the moment as well. So, yeah. um, it would be nice to bring in a striker, but I think with the with the goals coming from Treore, Elgazi, Jack, Barkley, you know, throughout this season, I, I I'm quite happy that the goals are coming from somewhere and not just from the striker.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and I'm not concerned that the goals will dry up for this team either because of the dynamism that we have and the way we break. And we, the reason I'm not concerned is we're missing like with, with, with Ross Barkley not being in there. We're arguably missing our two best uh, wingers in mm. Trezeguet and Jack being out there. Yet our two supposed second second string wingers are after coming in, they're after scoring eight goals between them. Yeah. So like, you know, we're blessed in that, in that aspect. I just would like somebody uh, to come in to, to be a rotational player up front. Um, and look, even push Watkins. Like, just because we paid, what was it, 28 million, 33 million, whatever it was for Watkins. I love him, absolutely. But if we've got two players up there that are great, I remember when Aguero was, was banging him in. Next thing all of a sudden, Man City by Gabriel Jesus and, starts, and start him up there. I'm not saying that we're at Man City's level, but competition breeds success. And I'm sure Ollie Watkins would prefer to to have 22 games with 11 goals and a medal in his back pocket than to have 38 38 games with seven goals and nothing in his back pocket. I'm not saying that he's only going to score seven goals, but competition breeds success. Freshness breeds success as well. And I'm really looking forward to it. I want to put that game behind us. We did a lot of swearing on this podcast. That's not going to be, (laughs) I know it's not going to be a staple for 2021. I'm damn sure of it. I hope uh, not. Because no,
0: my father will probably listen on his walk tomorrow, my father, the Man City fan, will be listening on his walk tomorrow and giving. Yeah,
1: to me, so my my dad liked one of my tweets. I didn't know he listened. To, didn't know. Well, maybe he doesn't, but I didn't know he listens <laughs> to the podcast. That he will definitely burst the blood vessel when he hears how much I swore on this podcast. Anyway, so thirty-five years of age, but you always have to keep daddy happy, like you know that's Oh, the of, thing. Course, <laughs> of course,
0: of course. I think uh, I think we we might be adding a, a certain referee to our list alongside Kevin Friend to keep the hell away from us for a while. <laughs> We we, we leave them at that. But um it's uh yeah, I think it's time to draw a line under it. I'm still really, really bitter. Yeah. And I think there'll be a lot of fans out there that are. Um you know, I I've said it a couple of times. I would have rather gone out and lost 4-0 and have to deal with the weekend that way, than, than put your hands up and go, Yeah, we're beaten by the better side. That's not the way it was. We were beaten by a decision completely out of our hands Yeah, and for the the fans who support the team and don't have that (laughs) that top six or top four or top whatever you want to call it that's perfectly normal for them it's not for us yeah yeah
1: exactly and do you know what i've and this is something i've started to do even since probably in lockdown last year i started thinking right yes even though we do lose true and I may not display it because they rant I went down and done earlier but even though we lose against contentious decisions it's the overall play of the team the positive that that, that stuff is cuz the players Players will, I know some of them tweeted and rightly so, but what will happen is the players will go away. They'll wake up next morning. They'll forget about that. They'll be watching the the, the video back again. They'll be going, I did everything pitch perfect except for one little thing or two little things. Yeah. And I think as fans, it's very difficult because we only get to watch the game once, maybe twice if you've DVR'd <laughs> it or something like that. But it's uh, it's it's something that... Uh, that i think is really holding this team together that when they have contentious decisions they can take they can they can compartmentalize it and move forward and once again to do with the team structure the team mentality the family that, that dean smith has built there and that is on un, that's unpurchasable it's unpurchasable it's just lightning in a bottle and that's what i'm absolutely delighted <laughs> about this team and i know that it's going to be come to fruition and Bring on Liverpool in a couple of days' time is what I say and see what happens in the in the cup. Free shot. And I know we don't like saying it, but this is actually a free shot.
0: Oh, but look, it it, it is what it is. But if we go out and lose three or four nil to Liverpool, I'd put my hands up and go, grand, yeah. we're beaten by the better team. That's all that's all you want as a fan.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: being beaten by a bit of magic. Yeah, fine. Absolutely fine with that. Paul Skull scoring that goal from twenty five yards with the volley. Banger, yeah. Fine. Beaten. Tough. Get on with it. Move on to the next one, but not when you're beaten by a, a professional referee. Not one of them. Not two of them. Three of them watching it, making a decision. Decision will always go to the big club. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. When you're up True. there, and people said to me, "Oh, uh, sure, you were the big team in the championship and you got everything." No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. The <laughs> first no time place. I felt like a big team in the championship is when that commentator said the fallen giant is back on its feet. That's the first time we felt like a big team in the championship. Because just for
1: people who don't know, that's when we were promoted.
0: (laughs) That's when we were promoted, yeah. So we were no longer a championship team.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, listen, guys, we've rambled on enough. Uh, The game is probably, there's only the dying embers of the game. It's probably gone from most of your mind. So sorry to bring it back up again. But hopefully we we now transition towards the Liverpool game. Thanks every, so much for everybody for listening. Thanks again, Paddy. Hope everybody had a great New Year's Day uh, and New Year's Eve, even apart from the decision. Uh, i see you
0: Friday for a can, hopefully. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I,
1: I will see you on... Is it Friday? No, Friday it's, night, it's a, yeah. It's a Friday night. We'll see you Friday night for a can, guys. Uh, you can follow Paddy on at Paddy. You can follow me on at Love McGrath. Uh, Love McGrath Pod. Thanks, everybody, as always, for listening. It's been a, it's been a blast of, of a last year. Here's to another very, very good year and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up
0: the villa Sports Social Podcast Network